0: our ability to love unconditionally with flaws and imperfections allows for every moment of life to be full of gratitude bliss abundance and ever expanding love when you see or furthermore i should say when you can see how your life is the most amazing love affair alongside all your loved ones and humanity that life is a never-ending creator of miracles and puzzle pieces which always brings about your consciousness expansion and that of humanity's That is, if the opportunity to expand and create is taken. And remember that we do have to choose to practice being in our ventral vagal state, guys, that nervous system's response and our mindfulness brain. And we get to talk a little bit about that in most of the episodes. So remember that's very important because the hijacked fear brain will not be able to take that opportunity because they're already in a defense mechanism of their nervous system and their brain has been again hijacked by that fear response whatever safety behaviors have served them to stay safe again enough of that so when the choice of expanding consciousness has been taken then you will know what enlightenment is and what it actually means to live it every day fyi that is a person being a functional adult forgiving nuanced knowing that there is not an evil button there is a shame button And it really isn't a button, it's an actual physiological stance that our body can take, and there's a way that our brain wires. And all of this is indicative of why there are many adoptive children out there who are harsh, unforgiving, not in any way, shape, or form open-minded, although they may think they are. So, long story short, enlightenment is a functional adult who's open-minded and knows everyone has trauma, not that there's this evil thing existing in somebody's body but that there's a nervous system and a brain that develops a certain way so again as we move forward it is from a mind heart and body in this place that you will know what living the isness of life is what living beyond your quote-unquote self is what doing something to help all people and all living things including our earth's resources is it is here that you truly catch a glimpse of what the word love, L-O-V-E capitalized, actually means in action, which is also exactly what expanding consciousness is. And enlightenment, as a soul age group, knows all of these things. F Y I, pure love, compassion, kindness, empathy—these are the aspects that give a sense of safety from within and without, and the external. It is from this place that we see the true heart of all people. All humanity has a heart that is this. They may not know it, but it is this. That we create and co-create what we want to bring forth worldwide. Divide is a choice by the people of all lands. Every time people choose to speak, act, and take steps that are not loving, not compassionate, or equanimous, when differences arise amongst each other. So whenever people choose... To be in their adaptive child response the choice of staying separate and battling is not something that stems from the heart it stems from our hijacked fear brain survival fear and lack in fact it's a physiological response guys this is where these individuals are not actually thinking clearly because they're already in their safety behavior response they don't know who they are because they're not connected to their Ventrovagal vagal state as a person so their prefrontal cortex is not engaged what is engaged is their amygdala and if they're already in their survival mode guess what happens to the hippocampus as it gets saturated with cortisol and by the way the stress hormones such as cortisol turn off our lovely oxytocin gene our love hormone so if you're not in a state of love and compassion which most people are not if they're getting upset at anything from that moment forth, we can always use our words. That's exactly one of those things that we have as a people. So welcome again, and I look forward to hearing from you. Welcome back to my lovely IHP community. This one might be a bit of a short one. We'll see. And as I was sharing the other day we're going to be for sure having one episode a day for now we'll keep it to the seven days a week but we might not have more than that that way I can uh, get time to create other content for the enlightenment soul age group and just the IHP content I have the series of books that I want to start on particularly the unconditional love with flaws and imperfections that one is really one of the most important ones and the intergrowth mindset book that one it's a research project so we're gonna to have to wait for me to have like a sabbatical <laughs> from podcasting completely because um it is a lifelong work and uh on that note you know this neurotypical neuro atypical i'm only using it in an effort to create conversations for those who don't know about the enlightenment soul age group voice and so an everyday person who says hey guess what not only do i know what enlightenment is like i know mahasamadhi samadhi i know you know this expansion of consciousness that usually people are just talking about in the holistic field in this way that seems like ooh, but it's not it's also not in the like um, analytical way that others are talking about it in these little rule books either and when it comes to the importance of all people being people ASPD so antisocial personality disorder I use that one specifically because it involves the sociopath the psychopath and the narcissistic personality disorder and all these three groups of people need to be supported so that they one know they're not Uh, we know the enlightenment soul age group let me rectify knows that they are people like every other person because here's what the enlightenment soul age group person knows we're all people we all have a heart (laughs) it's very straightforward nobody's evil evil doesn't exist this word doesn't exist maliciousness it exists but you know here's where the 5dc person who is enlightened in this specific way with pure consciousness full consciousness isn't because we got some metal going on it's an actual akashic intelligence modern science is studying it we don't plan those who are in the enlightenment soul age group to say hey let me prove it that, that that's exactly why when i heard this one dude uh talking about sad guru he's like the self-proclaimed guru and i'm like yeah what did you think that he'd need somebody to give him this little shiny medal? Who, who who are you again oh which, which one of the bodies of associations did you go learning from because from what you know anybody would know about anything spirituality related would be that yeah it's, it's we're not in the monotheistic religions this is the part we're not in that 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 has a book and in fact if there's anything that we would want to say about that from the Enlightenment Soul Age your perspective, which is those of us who are connected in communion with truth is you're all distort like the 3D, 4D community distorts every single word of every single thing that is like, you know, I, I need to stay with Shiva here because here's where Kali's all over this because there's one thing that is clear with the neuroscience and the neuro biology and everything that I've learned about this actual mental prison because it's a mental prison for those of us who are in the enlightenment soul age group for those of us who are functional adults we are healthy individuals who automatically are engaged in our ventral vagal state which is why we don't bend down and over for anyone nobody like in our inner body feeling we don't bend down and say yes tell me who I am please no no we, we're, there's this way that it feels which is why Kali and Shiva get along very well and especially with me being an adult and having the uh, neurotypical brain of absorbing information with definitely uh, emotions that also an ASPD has the difference is that those who have been diagnosed will state that they don't feel remorse or guilt and the thing is they state these words based on a description that is given to them but if there's one thing I've noticed when the psychopath interviews that I've watched the sociopath lady and the other interviews that I've seen is this they're everyday people like you and I and in fact they actually don't realize that there's a very unique experience yes they're missing out on quote-unquote well and they're not really missing out on it because they have something that is equally just as vulnerable the idea that it's not vulnerability is because of the numbness if you will I'm going to use that word and I'll expand so a person who is in a state of suffering rumination cycles okay shame blame fault revenge loops just the i'm going to talk about a secure attachment person that has unresolved trauma because every one of us has trauma so if it's unresolved you will have secure attachment then we have anxious avoidant attachment we can also have ambivalent attachment disorganized attachment so these attachment styles they indicate a way that a person will interact and so i'll use the relationship angle here and anxious leans into love and wants to fix everything okay and wants to stick to each other the avoidant pushes it away they lean away from love so they're more of they rely on themselves they don't feel they can uh be helped the world is on their shoulders kind of thing and there's this little diagram this one guy drew and so anxious is where there's trust in others but not trust in themselves so they want it's the attached cry for help panicky in fact Uh, that's what i'm going to connect it to because they get really uh like they're always double checking are you sure you like me are you sure i'm your friend are you sure this are you sure that they're afraid of losing their their source of love the avoidant will pretend that they don't care there's passive aggressive there's different ways the avoidant will actually play what is a different game and in fact the avoidant there can be the narcissist in there but not necessarily the narcissist personality disorder so if you want to remember there is an in-depth for every one of these areas that goes way beyond the, what we will ever discuss in any just one episode but just to give you a gist of this okay so the avoidant is leaning away because there's this. Uh, I'm afraid I'll, I'll be hurt because technically there's not a trust in being able to be safe. So they're self reliant, but it's based on I only trust in me. I will take what I want from others. This is why the narcissist falls within that category. Now, the ambivalent is the mix of um, anxious and avoidant, is what I'm going to share because they will be at times where they want to attach then there will be times where they want to be alone. And they'll want to be independent and they'll have all these generalized stories. If there's one commonality with all of the attachment styles, which is why, for me, antisocial personality disorder will connect the dots to attachment styles. They'll connect the dots to the nervous system. Safety behaviors, attach, cry for help, collapse, submit, please, appease. This would be in your implicit memory history, which is always activated from those two neurons with the history that every person has the other two neurons of the now and present here are only going to be in your awareness if you become the witness of your own self which would mean you pause which would mean you rhythmically breathe so i'm again neurotypical secure attachment who's always taken whatever was my trauma and been able to very easily bring love to it The Enlightenment Soul Age Group is of a functional adult who loves humanity unconditionally with a very tangible brain, which means I know what I'm speaking from my mouth and I know what I'm feeling from my body and without talking about what's afterlife or not afterlife because that doesn't matter. See, that's all in image, imagination spaces right there. The 5D person knows what reality is, which is why when Sadhguru is talking about imagination and reality or the psychoeducators, they're saying the same thing they're just using a different name because one's a spirituality guru, the others are psychoeducators. The people who don't actually hear what is being said are the ones who are not in this uh, common sense grown up land of 5D place. So that would be the 4D with their conspiracy theories talking about narcissists as if they're energy vampires, which they're not. They're, they're a person who vibes in a specific way because yeah, their nervous system and their implicit memory and their brain works a certain way because of answers that the neuroscience neurobiology has. We don't need a narrative. So 4D land can be, you know, kicked out like that. 3D land, you know, if they want to stay medieval times, go for it. I'm sorry that uh, we're no longer ruled by what used to be in our history books. It's not really something that people are fond of, and yet people want to talk about people as if they were sheep. Any person who talks about humanity as sheep is an actual herd mentality person. What they don't realize is that, which is why a neurotypical, or even another not typical, uh, any person in 5D land, will be very clear on what it means to be the adult in the room which is not to point out the silliness of somebody who is talking about other people as sheep and say, you know, I would say that maybe that sentence as a teenager. Yeah, okay, because teenagers, we say a lot of bullshit stuff. I know I've shared things and said things where I'm like, wait a minute, that's not true. Wait a minute. You know, there is a certain point where I'm like, "Uh, okay, let me rethink this black and white stuff mentality, meaning life is in twos there is no perfection I, it was very straightforward as i began to become an adult apparently all these other adults lost the memo and stayed in some attachment style and stayed then in what they think was growing up but they did not not mentally and not emotionally because they cannot wield their mind they cannot wield that lovely knife it's a sharp knife that they're not using strategically They're not using with love or kindness. You know how many 4D people I meet? So ASPD, they don't even have... I mean, whenever I hear the sociopath lady, I think of my 4D people with clairs. And they have attachment styles, but they also have clairs. And so here's the thing. When people have a bit of clairs going on and they think they're seeing what they're seeing as if they're the fortune tellers of the future. (laughs) I'm so sorry. This is... I know... But oh my gosh, I laugh inside because I'm like, dude, dude, or do that. you're totally blinded right now. You're totally in your ego right now. Like, I don't know how you can't see. You're actually replicating your own. And, And you know, here's the other part. They can't see it, but because they're using words from 4D land, so they'll say, I was living my karma. I was doing this. I was doing that. So they will be seeing and participating in an event that is taking place, which is a positive if only it were be if only it were being taken place by a person who was in their actual adult higher self which means a person who's in mindfulness not a person who's in a narrative and I will use an example because this comes to mind because it's something that was told to me so I'll change some of the info to keep that privacy stuff but 4d land is when a person has certain clairs whether it be clairsentient clairvoyant clairblock clairkiller. killer this these are actual aspects of tapping into this um, ethereal or astral realm I forget which one of the two words they use and so it's in obviously a spectrum of sensitivity you can consider it hypersensitive usually what i've noticed so far is 4d individuals don't move out of what becomes a structural dissociation which makes me sad for them because they start losing pieces of time but their manifestations start consistently growing because they're only involved in material they only read into 4d material they only listen to conspiracy theorists they only watch tarot readers of 4d spectrums that talk about karma in a way and so they talk about their entire life story not as the person that they are but it's almost like they're in a movie And yet they're not in a movie this is a person you know the, the fact that you're a person should be more important if you will but this is where the imagination is and here's where your neuroplastic agent for a neurotypical person who Beyond their unresolved trauma, we easily sit in our prefrontal cortex and in our compassionate mindfulness brain, knowing we're not here to fix people, we're not here to fix our relationships, we're not here to be a, a friend, family members, parent. We, we're here to be ourselves. So this if there's one thing that is clear is we're not here to parent other human beings. <laughs> we don't want to be babysitters, and we're not little red cross saviors of anything because we're sharing a planet with a bunch of other people that have their own history of trauma and here's where not knowing the word still as a teenager i learned compassion thanks to one of my first psychology books until that moment i had only two things one jesus who told me about forgiving people for they did not know and then i had god where it was very clear to me the choice that was being given at all times whenever presented with here i'm gonna you know basically disrespect you for no other reason except for because as a kid you're not really knowing why people do what they do and so for me it was where i was, okay but you know there's very clear indication of how to behave appropriately with each other you know from c- catechism to just the institutions they're, they're very clear you don't steal you don't hit each other you don't do this that there's a, these very clear rules <laughs> that as a kid i'm like i don't know what's going on here now here's where aspd some people that are in this spectrum not all you can always tell the ones who are maturing so the psychopath lady and it might be because of the absence of getting anxious so they're not in a nervous system that can gets that heart racing so they're able to just maintain a level of um visibility this is really interesting but when she talks to me in her interview about grey rage that's where the part of okay that's your you know your fear button if you will because people will think of rage as something dangerous but only because they're in movie land when there's an enlightenment soul age your person we don't think of rage as dangerous it's a feeling that we know because we'll be picking it up with our own nervous system our right brains right brains communicate our nervous systems communicate so we actually will perceive a person's rage it doesn't feel comfortable the narcissistic rage or the sociopath's rage or the great it doesn't feel comfortable but we don't feel this as something threatening not even a little bit it's heartbreaking uh the part of the rage is um it's not even as pokey as passive aggressive you know like when people take those uh moments to say like backhanded comments that's like that little bit of spitefulness that people do it's it's not even that it's you know because that one's a bit more annoying because i think for and i say think because i'm trying to analyze more and more to share with you the 5dc perspective from this sensation of when I've picked up and when I do keep picking up on nervous systems that are in their trauma response so they don't realize that we can pick up on their insecurities and insecurities are always there whenever there is a implicit memory uh, system so what I mean by that is if you're in your biological rudeness if you're yelling at me you're not in a strong seat you're in an upset seat which means to me that i will do my best to disengage from you as soon as possible and while the external thinks of this as fear it's simply common sense to the neurotypical because i am dealing with a person who doesn't hear me right now thank you stephen porges for explaining what biological rudeness is so i'm speaking to a person who's in a flight fight freeze spawn freeze pause or attach cry for help collapse submit please appease i'm talking to an unconscious person in that moment and when i say unconscious what i mean is they're not in their here and now they're in their past and reacting at that in fact they're a reactive autonomous person which is why they have interpersonal situations go down so yeah the 5dc person in the enlightenment soul age group we don't fix our relationships if we meet anxious we accept whatever they are Avoidance, same thing disorganized same thing you you're ambivalent I got an ambivalent attachment friend. Same thing. Whatever it is that your defense mechanism is, the 5D self empowered enlightened person, and they don't have to be a neurotypical. Enlightenment soul age group is anyone who chooses to have a good relationship with themselves, meaning their nervous system, their heart, their body, their brain, like to actually use their mind to do something, not the rage part. No, no, revenge is not doing something. That's actually just a person living in their mind and then choosing to use their mind in a way that is, again, not really the adult in the room it's a person yes of course it is it's the adaptive child self-preserving thinks they know it's right or wrong so that's why their rage is it's unfair i want back what i want back and here's why i'm right and here's what i'm going to do and here's my story and here's how i'm going to justify it and again enlightenment soul age group yeah we we hear all of it like uh, it made sense oh i know exactly what you're telling me there's nothing else for me to say. This isn't evil. Evil would be something completely different. That doesn't exist because, this is the part, it doesn't exist because the only time you'll see the lower vibration is when a person is insecure in their body. Survival brain mode is a dumbed down human being. Alert, alert, alert. Enlarged amygdala, shrunken hippocampus, shrunken prefrontal cortex. I don't mean to say dumb, dumb because stupid. No, the actual physical brain is dumbed down. They're doing the best they can. The hippocampus is the memory center. This is why the fragmented memory, the narratives that change up, which is why there's things that take place. They feel off. One thing was common with the psychopaths, sociopaths, as they got interviewed, is that thanks to therapy, they figured out that they're not weird that they have a reason for how they feel, how they feel, and actually their numbness, basically. So the sociopath lady has all these beautiful things. She's got riches and goals and everything she could want. And yet one of her first videos was her, yeah, and inside I feel zero, it's true. It's like a flat desert air. That's the day I said, you know what, I'll take being neurotypical every day because I've had only so far joyride putting into practice my ventral vagal state and now being able to share with people, hey, guess what? The Enlightenment Soul Age group, pretty straightforward. Become a functional adult. Learn how to be compassionate. I don't even need to talk to you about Jesus or God because that's not even where we're headed. You know, those are aspects that not only, for me personally, get misused consistently, but I understand the history behind all of those texts and behind our human's evolution, so I obviously do my best to be respectful of what i do know is a belief system for those who believe in it but again i'm 5d c voice here so i try to make it as clear as possible life sensitive not ego sensitive and enlightenment soul age group not other soul age group seekers not believers infinite higher human consciousness potential broken down as our lovely naysayer said pseudoscience bullshit self-help crap very straightforward I love being able to use. He thankfully made the comment that he made out of whatever reactiveness, whatever implicit memory system was triggered in his moment because all he had to do was swipe. But apparently people don't know how to swipe. They think their feed controls what they get to see. So back to the lovely story, which is not so lovely because of seeing the opportunity for those of us who are in the Enlightenment Soul Age group versus what those who are in 3D, 4D land see, which is a story not their opportunity which is why that karma is not closed out it has definitely went through one cycle we'll have to see what happens in the next cycle which they're now going to begin experiencing so when you learn about unresolved trauma in the actual neuroscience neurobiological way not in the way that people use to label each other nobody needs fixing every person has learn to protect themselves like the lady who taught about disorganized attachment says there's very many strengths in those who have disorganized attachment if they learn to navigate themselves if they learn about themselves and really it's it is the most it is most beautiful i have to say the strengths she lists i I haven't shared with you we'll do that in some other episode but uh it was very beautiful to hear those uh the unfortunate are the 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 reactive modalities that keep those people locked in their nightmare but that's for again another day and really it's for the person to recognize that and to recognize that would mean to see their karma not as karma not using that word in a way and i have another episode i need to create but not right now this one's for again this Ability to see that we're all people, neurotypical or not. And what I would say this dynamic, this story is, is definitely in an anxious avoidant or avoidant ambivalent. There's some narcissistic tendencies, potential sociopathy. It's not, I can't and would not diagnose anyone, but when I think of their interactions, okay, there's a number of vulnerabilities taking place. And there's a number of charge states. So at the very least, they have teenager in the room with their reactiveness. And they're in each of these two people, so it's two people in a room, they have implicit memory system from their unresolved trauma from their household. So they have similar stories, their parents, basically, their own households, okay? So similar type of cheating, parents, uh, one parent yelling at the other, one parent pretty neurotic, so not stable, okay? Uh, name calling like piece of shit or or asshole okay so not a very healthy positive environment not to say the least uh, not safe or social for that matter so both individuals share this which is why it was clear in this interaction that what they were having as an exchange was their karmic ancestry stuff Uh, from this lifetime here Uh, the description of the events and what took place was something that a therapist would most likely say okay both individuals need to go to couples therapy for like I don't even know how many years because we're talking about two people who have very big unresolved trauma from abusive households not in again an accusatory way but uh, in a way of what is when There's uh, dysfunctional households with name-calling and glass-throwing and yelling, and again, just things that we know take place, which is survival brain mode. These are people that are not choosing their nervous system, the epigenetics, all of it has a way that it can be traced. It can also all have a way to be healed. Neuroscience, neuroplasticity is showing this, so compassion is first step. Compassion, to be in that state, requires a body to be rhythmically breathing to regulate your nervous system from hyperarousal or hypoarousal to your ease, choosing to allow your mind to sit in zero land, to sit just for a minute in witnessing land. The breathing would start calming your system. It takes your body to get back to the secure system at least 15 to 20 minutes like with my panic attacks definitely 15 to 20 minutes if not 30 minutes it always depends on luckily for now all of that is good but in the past um and so for that system to physically get back to okay i'm not afraid anymore it's all good it's fear because you know even if it's anger really this is stress so survival response is for our safety our body they choose and learn how to save us in stressful situations our brain does too long story short because the individual one of the two is in 40 lands so they believe they're a beacon of light they're battling forces of evil essentially the world they believe in the conspiracy theories the governments the farm all that pharmaceuticals blah 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 um and so they know about esoteric metaphysics they only know about the spiritual elements stuff that's it they don't know about spirituality and the psychoeducation they know is pop psychoeducation so they use name calling basically by saying they're a narcissist i'm not and i'm the empath you know so that's not going to be very helpful because they're in a narrative the uh 5dc person is nowhere near these spaces at all whenever i have Dealt with any type of attachment style. I've always done my best and inclined to be in an unconditionally loving spectrum. I am successful to be there and spell out my authentic, genuine thoughts. They might not come across as kind at times, but I always say the truth and try to be respectful. So whenever I've had places where I've been thrown shit in my face or yelled, whatever it was, I've always like tried to calmly and uh, again not always successful but usually people will engage and I'll engage back and then they'll be you know clearing out if you will but not to fix anything because every person is as they are I'm neurotypical they can be a SPD doesn't matter to me because we're all lovely lovely people with our own flaws and imperfections that's the part that I want to make clear which is why 5DC land we don't do name calling we don't have cancel out culture. We don't delete people. We don't erase people. We don't block people. We don't do any of this stuff. We don't need to because nobody is an actual threat to us. Emotions are not threatening. Thoughts are not threatening. Having conversations are not threatening. We are able to be grown ups in a room and know that we'll be reactive as well as responding. Again, truly autonomous adults. This is why when a person defines themselves. In the ASPD, I would say that's the beginning of their journey to potentially become, if they choose to, in their own Enlightenment soul age group. And that's where I'll leave it alone for now to finish up the story in case I don't have time to continue because I'm on a time crunch right now. So the description of this scenario was that probably the two people yelled at each other, uh, one person broke a glass, then glass was being shattered in the room, which this was being talked about as negative energy in the house, negative entities in the house, and the individual describing what seemed like you know a very good movie, but they actually experienced all of this, of course but the way they even sensationalized what was happening like they said it was like me uh, actually having control over broken glass that was flying everywhere so their description leads me to think of what I learned of structural dissociation and I will leave it at that furthermore here another example comes to my mind of this other individual that was describing something they were testing out their ability to use their own energy so while with reiki as you know we connect to the universal love energy to source to akash i'm going to call it akashic the akash because that's what it's intelligence it's not our energy so i don't use my maria energy body no i'm a vessel and i channel universal love energy as a reiki master when i attune people or give them if they want the level one two three as a master you know it's again connecting so not your own very different this individual instead they use their own i think it's called prana when people use their own energy which is why there can be depletion or any it's a different it's a different source it's your own energy and they were describing things that they successfully managed to do which is always very fascinating so what i'm trying to get at is there's not denying that these aspects take place glass i know for sure is a conductor um that it absorbs energy and it can break but this idea of energy being bad because when they use the word negative 3d 4d land they actually think of it as bad versus the fact that uh we <laughs> are not bad or good five people will know this we are people we have safety behaviors our neuro not neurotypical we're all people we're great to find out about it from the experts neuroscience neuropsychiatrists Neurobiologists, the ones with the updated information, not the ones who just get pills, not all of it. In fact, the ones who have the somatic sensory motor, the ones who are in neuroplasticity, the ones who know more, like Dan Siegel, Basil Vanderkook, Stephen Porges, again, there's all these names, Peter Levine, uh, Gabor Matei, you will find that there's a buttload of information that shares exactly how people can completely resolve not only their trauma but to heal means to be in a state of self-compassion, get out of the heartbreak, the gut wrench, the feeling torn apart from the shame. This shame cycle is not just a cycle, it's actually the feeling of numbness in the body because the nervous system of the infant had to learn how to shut down. The brain that is traumatized has an enlarged amygdala, shrunken hippocampus, shrunken prefrontal cortex. There's an actual physiological inability for a person to do certain things. Essentially, there are aspects that are not taken to those who stay in a limited state of consciousness with these topics so once you get enough of the information from actual updated experts you see that there's opportunity for all people to move beyond all detachment styles to move beyond the traumatized aspects of themselves with neuroplasticity it's that Imagination. It takes time, patience, and the individuals that destigmatize is very important because here's where uncontrolled love is what we know can help people plus information to become more and more compassionate with each other versus staying in what is, yes, an experience that people can see as beneficial to their own karmic cycles, but that is done in an adaptive child way. The charge states. Because the unconditionally loving way is not people yelling in each other's face or having shattered glasses, it's people having conversation. So this is where I have to go now, but we'll continue in the future with this topic. Maybe I'll pick up in another episode on the neurotypical and ASPD. In the meantime, if you have any questions, reach out. Sharing much love.